Welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I'm a staff pastor here at the Rocky Butte campus of Manor House. We're a church in the greater Portland metro area. And uh, our heart here at the Growing Faith Podcast is really to just be um, a blessing, an encouragement, and a resource for um, just for, I don't know, I always like to call it just the average Joe in the congregation, the dream team member, the small group leader, really the people that make up the body of Christ. My, my, my heart and passion is that everybody that comes to be a part of the church isn't just um, an observer or a spectator, but one that engages their hearts in the ministry that God has called them to. And so we're excited to jump into another topic today. Um, in the crazy, hectic busyness of life, um, sometimes I think we find our lives a little bit inundated with stuff that maybe we don't need. And so there's this just concept of simplifying life. And if I'm real honest, I don't know that my life is as simple as it needs to be. And so I brought in some help today to talk about this topic. And so I brought in my friend Courtney Thompson. Uh, Courtney Thompson uh, has been a part of Manor House for a little over a year. Um, just um, uh, her family has been a real blessing to this house, really just from the get-go. And so I'm thankful for them. Uh, but Courtney, I feel like you might be able to do a better job just kind of telling us a little bit of who who is Courtney Thompson. Tell us a little bit about that. Welcome yeah, to the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Rick. I'm excited to be here. Um, so, yeah, my husband and I moved here a little bit, uh, almost a year ago. Um, last fall, we just felt like the Lord was putting on our hearts to move to Portland. And we were looking for a church home that was connected to our church back in Birmingham, Alabama, and just discovered Manor House online and started uh, watching services and participating in the online campus and just felt like that was our, our church. And so through a series of events, we, we met uh, Pastor Mark and um, just through what can only be described as divine intervention, we had the honor of becoming on uh, coming on staff and so we we moved with our three kids uh, we have two boys and a girl and moved across the country and have been loving it ever since that's awesome yeah so you're on our production team yes. you actually kind of help bring some of the pastoral element to our production team on all of our campuses so you'd be yeah. part of our central support team that's pretty awesome and then and then uh, your husband Kelly is in our maintenance and facilities kind of department he's kind of Kind of running the show there, and uh, you guys are both doing a great job, and like just a real a real value to our family. And so uh, I super appreciate you. I'm really glad you're here. So um, just uh, give you know, let's jump into this whole um, simplifying life. I know we we've been talking about this topic, and we kind of broke it down into your health, um, your home and schedule kind of stuff. And then one other point, what was our third point? I don't have it. Oh, yes, relationships. Yeah. Those, are, those are important. And so, um, you know, always kind of framing this in in the context of small groups and pastoral care. So I think, I think in these topics, we're going to talk kind of two ways. One would be uh, simplifying my own life so that my life is clear and free to be able to have the margin right. to be able to reach out and minister to people. But then also what we can, one of the best ways we can help pastor and care for people is by helping them right. do these life-giving things. And so, um, so why don't you just uh, jump in and help me understand how, how did Courtney Thompson uh, come into kind of having understanding about this whole topic? Like, 
what makes you passionate about what we're talking about today? Yeah, um, well, I would say kind of a, a life verse for me uh, over the past five years has been um, Haggai 1.5. It talks about um, just this idea of working but not feeling like you're producing fruit. And it, it says, this is what the Lord Almighty says, give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much but harvested little. You eat but never have enough. You drink but never have your fill. You put on clothes but are not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Uh, and it's just this idea of, you know, work, 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 <laughs> but with no fruit or harvest from it. And I think we can all kind of relate to that of feeling like, uh, you know, we're, our, our wheels are spinning, we're burning the candle at both ends, but we're just not getting anywhere. And, um, you know, a friend of mine told me once, when we work, God rests, and when we rest, God works. And so we just kind of were in a place in our life where we felt like we were, we were forcing things, we were just, um, just overwhelmed with life. And how did we uh, get to a place and a position where we could live out of rest. And the answer for us was just just simplify. And so our family went on about a three-year journey of, of simplifying in um, several areas of our life and learning to be intentional. Uh, and partly that came from a, a health issue of mine. Um, so just kind of a little bit of personal uh, health journey. I started dealing with some autoimmune symptoms and eventually uh, got diagnosed with lupus a couple of years ago and uh, it had gotten to the point where I just could hardly even function and I was really involved in our worship team back home and uh, but I was having joint pain to the point where I couldn't play bass and I was having I had vocal cord damage from reflux so I couldn't sing and I and I was just it was affecting my ability to uh, to even be involved in ministry and doing the things that I love doing. And so it forced me uh, to step down out of that role and just um, really address the issues. And so from where I am in that, uh, in that journey, lifestyle has really been a huge part of the healing journey for me. Uh, you know, and when you think about it, um, everything that we do in life, everything that we own everything all the people that are in our lives every bit of that takes energy and I got to a point where I had a very limited amount of energy and so it was just reevaluating what I had allowed in my life and prioritizing the things that deserved my energy and letting go of the things that didn't so it's so interesting how God um, always works all things together for our good, that even in the midst of mm -hmm. a pretty significant health challenge, that God even comes in in the midst of that situation and speaks life and actually brings your attention to things that probably needed adjusting regardless, right? Like mm -hmm. our, our capabilities being at a pretty high level can kind of mask um, things that may be a little bit out of balance. And so God uses the the craziness of this life, all of the messed up stuff that comes our way because of the curse of sin on the on the world and 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 he promises to transform those things in our lives for good things, for for our good and for his glory. and um, and so I so man, um, 
when you read that verse that when we were first talking about this episode and you read that verse I was just like wow um, I mean you know most a lot of times the, the the prophets did kind of speak in almost poetic you know type of language but I just thought man how how poetic are those verses and how how reflective of our today's society uh, I just think man I wonder how many people are listening to this episode today just going uh-huh yeah, work, 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 and yeah. I'm not seeing any fruit, and I'm exhausted, and I'm run dry, and mm-hmm. and you know what? God has not designed us to live that way, and it's so right. interesting and timely how God brings everything together. Like the last episode that we did, we talked about emotional intelligence and health, mm-hmm. and, and one of the biggest things we talked about was Sabbath and rest, yeah. so it's pretty great for us to follow up. Um, almost accidentally, in a sense, uh, with this episode on simplifying our lives. And so let's jump into just this topic of health. Um, and, sure. you know, we, we've laid out these big three topics. Who knows how long it will take us to get through these. So um, if, I, if I have to invite you back for another episode, are you open to that <laughs> idea? To, yeah. Okay, awesome. So we don't have to feel pressure and everybody in the audience just took a big sigh of relief. Oh, they're not going to talk for two hours. That's so lovely. So <laughs> Um, so yeah, jump me into this whole uh, concept of health and and how do we how do we simplify in the area of health? Like, walk me through that. Sure. Um, yeah. So as I was kind of stepping out of my role uh, on the dream team at our church and just trying to recover and heal, um, I had to kind of evaluate my lifestyle and you know a lot of the habits. Um, that I had of just, you know, the Netflix and chill at night where you, you know, the kids go to bed and you bring out the good snacks, you know, and you sit and you, uh, you know, enjoy some grown up time. And a lot of that involves just late night snacking or uh, just drinking tons of coffee and not uh, replenishing uh, my body with water or staying up late, crawling out of bed, you know, the last second that I can in the morning before my kids wake up or, um, you know, just this idea of not really, it, it's stewardship. It's, it's taking care of what God has given us and realizing what our bodies need to function. And so uh, the Lord just really hit me over the head with this verse, uh, 2 Corinthians 7, 1. It says, Therefore, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Uh, and I think it's really interesting that there is there's an obvious connection in this scripture between our physical health and holiness. I mean, he even takes it to that point of in order to perfect holiness, we have to pay attention to the things that contaminate our body. And I think that's that's food, that's toxins, that you know, it's um, things that are unhealthy for our bodies and not and not. Um, paying attention to that uh, that's a that's a part of holiness and walking out this sanctification process it's it's also physical too and um, yeah so I mean for me it just even just the practical things of if I'm going to be able to do ministry and have the energy and and the strength and the endurance to just pour out to others I have to take care of myself first and um you know, so my health directly impacted my ability uh, to care for others. Uh, and so for me, it was just, you know, I got to a point last year 
after I spent I spent a year recovering from the autoimmune uh, flare-up and and then I was kind of getting back into an exercise routine and then I tore a ligament in my ankle and I was out for like three months and so last year then we moved here and had a complete life change and I went back to work full-time and uh, I realized for the first time in my life I was just completely out of shape just completely having to start over and um, so what I kind of some steps that I took just very practical steps is I, I just started out drinking more water every day you know and um, I noticed that when I did that and just made sure that I was I drink about a gallon of water a day <laughs> and when I do that uh, I don't have headaches and I don't have this draining fatigue mm. and I sleep better and I I don't crave unhealthy foods and just that one simple change made a huge difference in how I felt I wasn't as cranky I wasn't I you know I had more stamina and so I just started doing that for um, you know several weeks until that kind of got into a habit and then the, the next thing I did was just go to bed early um, mm. you know by nine o'clock in the bed asleep uh, and I and I really focused on getting good sleep, good quality sleep, uh, and so those two things alone just completely. I started having more energy. I started feeling like exercising. I started feeling like making better choices. I think a lot of our, we get into this downward spiral, and a lot of it um, stems from being dehydrated and being exhausted. And you, you can't make good decisions in, in that state. <clears throat> I love what you're saying there because, one, I love that you jumped immediately into just clear, practical steps because I know I'm sitting here thinking, okay, Courtney, great. Like, I need to take some steps to bring simplification in my life for my health. Uh, what do I do? And also, I think um, I the other thing that I really love that you added in there is that you're talking about taking one step at a time. Yeah. I actually was just talking to a friend yesterday who's kind of wrestling with this part of him that causes him to kind of react to stuff on a, on a negative in a negative way. Yeah. Uh, really, like it's kind of his uh, default mode, you know, is to is to react negatively. And, and in his conversation, he was like, hey, you know, what I'm thinking is I'm going to take this little step. It's such a small step. I'm almost embarrassed to even say that's the step I'm taking. And he's like, do you think that's a good idea? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> any step right. is a good step yeah. because you know it's it's the old the old cliche or the, you know the, the old adage that the journey of a thousand steps starts mm -hmm. with one you know like yeah. we're not going to get where we got to go unless we begin the journey and so right. i love that you're talking about it in just like hey you know i i started here and that actually created more momentum mm -hmm. to begin to then go to the second thing and then those two things compounded actually brought even greater margin and energy to then begin to take maybe some of the more challenging steps. I mean, because being completely honest in my world, like I, I sometimes struggle with that where I'm like, okay, I need to, I mean, I need to cut out all the sugar. Mm -hmm. I need to not drink any coffee. I need to drink more water. I need to go to bed early and wake up, you know, and, and do my devotions, you know, and, and then, and, and then you mess up because it's just this overwhelming thing. And so, yeah. um, so I really appreciate those points. So having gone through, um, those steps, um, where did it take you from there? How, how has that journey kind of continued? Or Yeah, um, so I didn't really focus on things I had to cut out, you know, 
I think we can kind of set ourselves up for failure Mm -hmm. when we do that. And we're like, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this. And it feels very restrictive and almost legalistic. And so I just focused on, let me add these things one at a time until I get it into a habit. Uh, The next one was just eating vegetables. You know, sounds very simple. Um, But I just started adding, instead of saying, I'm not going to eat any sugar, I just said, I'm going to add vegetables to every meal. And when I started doing that, I just noticed, like, I just wasn't craving, you know, the sugar and carbs that I crave Mm. when I'm exhausted, dehydrated, and Mm. when I haven't eaten anything else when I'm hungry. So I started doing that, and, you know, I just started feeling better, and uh, then I started adding in... 10 to 15 minutes of body weight exercise in the morning. So literally get up, drink about 40 ounces of water first thing. Uh, And then I would just do some push-ups, sit-ups, planks, lunges until I was tired. And then that was how I'd start my day. And I started doing that. I hate lunges. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll pray for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, but just honestly, it was just easy. You know, it's like, I can handle this. I can manage this. And so a few days a week, um, I didn't stress about it. You know, and it it was kind of like you said with your friend. It was almost embarrassing to start there because my whole life I've been an athlete. I've been, uh, I ran cross country. I played uh, on the tennis team. I, you know, I've I've, um, always really enjoyed intense physical exercise. And so it's just start my day off doing, you know, and not even like cool push-ups, but like the knee push-ups, <laughs> the girly push-ups. You so it's know, okay if I do those? I mean, I'm still We're, doing girly yeah, okay. push-ups. So I think, I mean, I'm a girl. <laughs> right, right. That, but okay, I won't fine. tell. I won't. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so just just starting there and just developing little – we're the sum total of our decisions that we make every day. And so, you know, just – making some small steps you know what one step can I do today to invest in my health and those pay off in huge dividends um you know one of the things that's important especially going through the autoimmune uh disease and recovering from that uh is self-care managing stress um reducing the amount of toxins in our home I had to replace all of uh just the toxic chemicals in our, you know, the cleaning mm, products, yeah. the Bath and Body Works candles, the, you know, all those things, the makeup that, um, you know, have hormone disruptors in them. I mean, mm. you wouldn't think about it, but uh, all of those things were really highly affecting my physical health. And so just really kind of cleaned house, literally and figuratively, mm. you know, on yeah. our uh, cleaning products and just those kind of things. Um, but all of that got me, has gotten me to a place where I can function. I mean, for me, it's if I'm uh, going to have the time and the energy and the margin to pour out to people, like, I have to do this. I have to take care of my health. Um, so, yeah, for me, it was, just, it was just small decisions every day, you know, starting the day well, starting the day drinking water, starting the day in prayer, starting the day... Um, you know, doing some sort of exercise just to kind of wake myself up and, hmm. and you know, that it pays off. So, man, that's super great. Um, 
Yeah, like like we said, I'm going to have to invite you back for another episode or two. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But um, what a valuable topic for us to cover today. And something that I think, um, it, I think it's becoming more and more, uh, you know, front of mind for people. And I think we just, the younger you are, the more invincible you feel. And, and you were talking about we are today, uh, the sum total of our decisions that we've made. Um, just as what who you will be next year and the year after that actually mm-hmm. starts today with the with the decisions and the victories or failures that you have today and so we have to look at it as really planting seeds mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to see the fruit of it immediately and we have to look at it on a, a slow but steady mm-hmm. you know a year from now I'm going to feel totally different and so it, it's pretty cool yeah. for me to hear your testimony of this whole process because as I see you and how you act and how you operate, I, I wouldn't really have had any idea mm-hmm. because you you function at a very, uh, very high level. You make a significant impact in a bunch of people's lives because of just your one, one, you just bring a great heart to what you do, but because you've made those decisions. And so just kind of proof in the pudding, you know, of how important those decisions are, because mm-hmm. if you didn't do the seemingly silly things, of adding water into your into your diet routine and mm-hmm. and then some exercise and you know sleep habits like the super simple stuff you know um, that seems almost silly I was just trying to think of other any other thing that started with S there to go with, yeah anyways um, like that is having an in, an eternal impact mm-hmm. in in your life and then in many other people's lives because you have the energy the the margin the the virtue to minister to people as God has gifted you to. And so mm-hmm. I love that you started it out with the word stewardship because it is a, it's stewardship of our bodies. It is stewardship of the gifts God has given us. And, you know, our bodies are the vehicle that, you know, gets to express the gifts of the, of the spirit in our lives. And so, uh, man, what a, what a big bunch of things to chew on today. Did you have any wrap it up closing thoughts on like one last punch for somebody? Yeah, no, I just kind of going back to that verse, um, you know, purifying ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. And I think that's the thing that really made the shift for me. It was a, a rhema word from yeah. the Lord of connecting what I what I do and how I steward uh, my body is it's. Uh, if when it's done out of reverence, it's really a form of worship, mm. you know, and um, that's powerful. It's it's part of the process of becoming holy, becoming like mm. like Jesus. So, man, Second Corinthians seven one. Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Man, um, just take that word today, uh, maybe even make that kind of your meditation for today to just reflect on the word of God right there out of 2 Corinthians 7.1. Just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart, the areas where maybe you need to make um, some adjust adjustments that you might have more energy and more kind of wherewithal to just walk out in obedience. The, the incredible call of God that is on your life to touch many people's lives. Um, maybe in seemingly small ways. And so um, our prayer for you today is that you are able to just hear and respond to the voice of God as he leads and directs your path to be healthier, stronger, uh, more able to to do the work he's called you to. 
And with that, Courtney, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for just sowing your heart into this. And um, I know that you have been a blessing to the audience uh, with what you've given today. And I really appreciate it. And so, um, man, all of you out there listening today, thank you so much for taking time to engage with us in uh, what I think are some really important topics for ministry in the local church. And so uh, we do believe that the local church is God's vehicle for extending his kingdom here on earth. And so to be a part of it is a really great honor. And um, so if there's uh, anything that we can do to help serve you more, please feel free to reach out to me at rickm.manahouse.church. If you have ideas and thoughts for future episode topics, Um, Or if you have some comments or questions that you'd like to kind of bring to the table, love to hear from you. And with that, again, thank you, Courtney. And uh, thank you for being part of our listening audience today. And we bless you in the name of Jesus and hope you have the most amazing day.